Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. The most incendiary talk show on the airwaves in all of Mississippi. From the tip top to the very bottom, from the east to the west, this is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards, live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios this morning on 103.9 WYAB. Streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. On the TuneIn app and on Alexa, just search WYAB. If you're listening to this later in the day via one of the podcast platforms and or YouTube, hit that subscribe button and hit the little bell there to get notifications every time we upload videos. I've been on fire with videos lately. You're getting actual real videos, not just static image stuff uh, of the podcast. You're getting original content as well. So be sure to check that out. Just search Save Jackson, Save JXN on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and all these places, man. I got videos everywhere. All right. Uh, let's start off with one of my old-fashioned, one of my favorite things to do. Well, 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 <laughs> good guys win again. It was yesterday about 5.30, 6 o'clock. I get a text from a buddy of mine. And uh, <clears throat> it's some video in there. Shout out to an old friend of mine, Brad. I won't say his last name. He was uh, heading south on 55, going towards Byram. And he comes up on a wreck, a flipped car. He's a man, this Pearl, this had to have been a high-speed pursuit when you got that many different jurisdictions in Jackson. And sure enough, the good guys win again. That's right, that's right. Another criminal decided that running for the popo was a better option than pulling over for the popo in Pearl. Which I can't argue, I would... I would rather get away from Pearl 2 if I could. But you know, that ain't how this story ever ends. They'd ever get away from Pearl. They're not going to start getting away from Pearl. Let's see here. I got the story pulled up. A 23-year-old man will face multiple charges following his release from a hospital after the police that started in Pearl and ended in South Jackson resulted in a wreck. According to the Pearl Police Department, a Pearl police officer attempted a traffic stop around 6.08 on a Volkswagen Passat. That's gangsta. For once, it wasn't an Altima, Charger, or a Challenger, or a Mustang, or a Camaro. V6 all, of course. Except the ultimate could have been a four-cylinder. Uh, anyway, on a Passat at the intersection of Highway 80 and Highway 49 because the driver and the passenger of the vehicle were not wearing seatbelts. Oh, I could say so much about that. Wear your damn seatbelts. This is when the driver decided to flee on the I-20 heading west and then proceeded on to 55. The subject then wrecked near Elton Road after rear-ending another vehicle. All right, so I was wrong. I, th- I figured Pearl Police put that pit maneuver on him and uh, made it in, so <clears throat> my bad there. Yep, rear-ended another vehicle and flipped multiple times. Pearl Police say the contact caused the suspect's vehicle to flip several times in the southbound lane. The Pearl Police officer's car was also damaged in the incident. Neither the bystanders nor Pearl Police were injured. Suspect, 23-year-old Jared Devon Owens of Madison, suffered a head injury 
and was transported to the University of Mississippi Medical, the University of Mississippi Medical Center. He must be from the Canton part of Madison. Because I think most good God-fearing Madison folks know you don't do this type nonsense. Officers found numerous narcotics in Owen's car, including cocaine, marijuana, ecstasy, and THC vape pens. <laughs> Dang, it was going to be a party with Devon. But Devon knows all the white girls up there in Madison. Uh, three guns were also found, one of which was stolen farm. Thomas, you may need to hang out with Devon. Uh, a large sum of money was recovered as well. The mayor of Pearl, Jake Wyndham, says, uh, It is unfortunate this ended in a violent wreck and the suspect was injured, but he did not have to run. We are grateful these illegal drugs and weapons were off the streets. We hope this young man recovers and will answer the charges. Answer to the charges. We are thankful there were no one, no other injuries. Well, you know what happened here. We crowned a brand new, grand, effed around and found out champion yesterday. We have a new title holder until the next idiot decides to do something similar. Congratulations to Devon Jared Devon Owens. Of Madison, Mississippi. You are the Clay Edwards Show, Save Jackson, effed around, found out, grand champion of the day. And uh, <clears throat> I just got a text on the Guns of Gear text line from a local law enforcement friend. It says, we are not playing anymore. We are chasing until the wheels fall off. Come on down, young son. Pull no punches. Play Mario Kart with these fools. They think they're playing Grand Theft Auto. I, you know, I was watching all those Chicago riots, and uh, they've been doing all these street shutdowns again, doing burnouts and wrecking cars and all this crazy stuff. And it dawned on me. I've never been blaming on the video game guy. Because I like video games. I don't really play, but I dig it. I like watching people play video games. Hell, I used to sit around and watch two people play Madden and bet on it. <laughs> it's like five dollars on that team five dollars on that team anyway i ain't got no problem with the video game culture but man i feel like i'm watching people play grand theft auto gta 5 when i see some of the crap going on on the news at night with all these kids doing these takeovers and stuff it is insane what's going on out there so that was a good old-fashioned well, well, well. I hadn't done with the old well, well, well in a while. Um, <clears throat> y'all, y'all have somewhat been on good behavior, but it, it, all, all it takes is one. And you, you know what I say about Democrats in warm weather? They don't do it well. Democrats don't do federal holidays, hol- holidays, period, Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, stuff like that, all-day drinking events. Democrats do them very poorly. By the end of the day, they're killing each other. Friends, family, neighbors, kids on the swing sets, people minding their own business at the gas station. They don't do them well. And they damn sure don't do them well when warm weather is involved. So, buckle up. It's going to be a long summer. That's uh, somebody text in on the Guns of Gear text line. I said, Grand Theft Auto, Volkswagen style. Ain't no doubt about it. Um, So, I got some early guns in your text, and we're going to get to those, man. I like it when you guys text me before I even leave my driveway at 6 in the morning. You know, sometimes it helps me out with some show content, and uh, sometimes it's a little off. 
topic for the day. But you know what? I don't mind hitting it. You don't mind sending it. I don't mind touching it. So we're going to get some of that stuff to the texter that texted me at 6 o'clock this morning. Uh, if you want to chime in on the Guns and Gear text line, the phone number is 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. The phone line up here on the studio if you want to call in this morning. 601-879-0002. I'm riding solo today. Anson couldn't make it. So you got two hours of clay. I hope y'all are ready. So a little bit of an open forum. 601-879-0002. Hey, man, today, if you're looking for something to eat for lunch, uh, speaking of Pearl, go show the folks in Pearl how much you appreciate their police giving out these f around and find out grand champions to these idiots. Um, go support Food Truck Thursday out there at Trustmark Park starting today, I guess around 11 o'clock. Um, my buddies with the Crooked Letters Kitchen Food Truck and some others will be out there. And, you know, and I just think that uh, it's really cool. I will be out there myself eating lunch after I run an errand after the show this morning. So if, you are, uh, if you're looking for some good food, kind of a, the weather's going to be nice and it's going to be too hot. I think this is a cool event, great way to support some great local food trucks. And let's see here, it's, it's from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m., 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. today, right there in the parking lot at Trustmark Park. Don't cost any money to just show up. You got to buy, you, you pay to eat, but there's no entry fee or nothing like that. So if you've been following me on Facebook for the last few weeks, I've been sharing some pictures of Crooked Letters Kitchens. And this is a free plug here. They're not paying for this. Um, but everyone, you know, your boy likes to eat. And when I see food that looks that good, I'm going to share a picture of it. You see their burgers, their steak, all this stuff that they do. Go out there and try it today. Because Jonathan's a great dude. They're, him, him and his family are getting ready to open up a, stand, a standalone location down in Pillahatchie. And I think that's going to be cool for that East Rankin County area. So uh, get out there, support them. Great folks, great food. And uh, I mean, like I said, good time. Uh, I'll be out there. I would love to meet some of you guys. I'll be probably be down there around noon myself. Any of you haters that like to uh, give me hell, keep in mind this Pearl, St. Jackson, this Pearl, you too will get the after round and found out grand championship belt today if you want to come do just that. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. And I want to reset some. I'll tell you what. All right, hold on. We got Derek calling in. Derek's a VIP here on the Clay Edwards show, so we will we will hold off on the break for a second. Derek, okay. what's up, brother? Man, what's going on with your brother? Man, I am doing good this morning. How are you, brother? Hey, I'm fine. Hey, have you addressed the whole controversy behind the uh, author of the Dilbert, Dilbert comic strip yet? Well, I did the one, you know, about him saying that white people don't need to be living around black people. Was that is well, that the, is that the same one? Yeah, well, in the context of what he was talking about, because you know, people are never going to get the context. No, right? con- and, you know, what- context matters, but nobody nobody hears context. You know, he was basing it solely off of a Rasmussen poll, but the five things he he listed to be successful, I don't, I, I still ain't figured out how they're saying that's racist. I still haven't figured that one out. Have you? Well, repeat that. I'm sorry, you hadn't figured out what. what? The five things that makes you that will make a person successful that makes them rich. Okay, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, he lists five things, you know, about character and, you know, like getting an education or a trade or, 
you know, and a skill set, you know, um, not starting a family too early. And if you do, stay married. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, common sense stuff. Yeah. I, and they're, they're, they're painting all this as racist. And I, I just don't understand how in the world they equated all that to racism. It, it, are we getting that, that you know, wimpified as a nation that we got to paint stuff that we don't like? Or when people call out our failures, we got to call it racist? And, and, I mean, and, and, and you know, and that's that, look, man, that, that is a problem across every race, every, race, every, every financial, financial. There, we got a bad acre there. there. I'm going to have to um, skip out on Derek there. Um, yeah, that, that's a problem across every demographic, financial, racial, the whole nine yards. You know, <clears throat> having kids out of wedlock, not finishing school, not getting married to your baby mama, getting married too early to your baby mama, baby daddy, stuff like that. Clay Edwards did all these things. Wrong. <laughs> I mean, no regrets. I'm where I'm at in life. But I did not take the easy route to get here at all. At all. Look, I got two callers on hold. Derek, stay on hold. Other callers, stay on hold. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, come straight back to you. This is The Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. We had a bad guy try to break some rules yesterday. Problem is, he started said rule-breaking in Pearl, not Jackson. See, you know, y'all seen that chart that they do on the video? It's the it's the F around and find out chart graph. And there's a point where both meet. And that's when you F around and you find out. So you can do both. You can F around or you can find out. But there's a cross section where you do both. And, and, and the end result is never good for you. And that's what happens when you do it in Pearl. Now, there's other areas around here, too, that you do not want to do that in. But, but Or better yet, let's just say the place that you can kind of sort of do that in is parts of Jackson not controlled by the capital city police. You know, so you do the math there. There's places you can F around. There's places you can find out. And there's places you can do both. And those are the places you want to avoid. This segment, speaking of which... It's going to be brought to you by our friends over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. You don't want to F around and mess around with somebody who goes to Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. They offer multiple things there, including adult Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. I'm sorry, adult Jiu-Jitsu taught by Hoist Gracie Black Belt and my good friend Chance Shepard. They've got fitness kickboxing, which is a great non-monotonous workout. Nothing more boring than running on a treadmill for 45 minutes. Uh, my workout partner was at the house last night on the treadmill for 45 minutes. And I was just looking over there like, how boring can that be? Having to watch what I wanted to watch on TV, nonetheless. It could have been kickboxing. And uh, learning how to fight a little bit and getting a great workout in. Then, uh, of course, they have kids jiu-jitsu, which is going to help them with confidence building mental focus, and bully prevention. And ladies, they've got a, a women's only self-defense class taught by a female in a no-male intimidation environment. And uh, I think that's pretty cool, you know. So check that out. they got two locations to serve you. 
Ridgecrest Drive in Madison, and Fairmont Plaza in Pearl. You can check them out online at GracieSouth.com or go on Facebook and type in Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing, and multiple locations there will pop up. They have a Facebook page for Pearl and for Madison. Uh, and if here's the deal. First week free. First week free for everybody. You ain't even got to be a Clay Edwards Show listener. Then if you decide to stick around, mention that you are a Clay Edwards Show listener, and you're going to get 20% off of your membership stuff and all that. So can't go wrong there. Check it out. And, uh, man, get them kids in there. Women, go learn some self-defense stuff. There's a bunch of bad dudes out there looking to do bad things to you. And you can, uh, only you can prevent forest fires, as they say. Uh, you know, get yourself, uh, get your, learn how to fight. Learn how to, a uh, little self-defense. Learn how to properly kick a dude where he don't want to be kicked. And uh, you can do that out of Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. That is not part of the script, by the way. All right, let's go back to the phones here real quick. Let's wrap, let, let's let Derek wrap up. Hey, Derek, you can go ahead and wrap up. Hey, sorry about that, brother. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, why is it that people can't learn from other cultures? I've never understood for people of color why we complain the most most about, you know, fairness and inclusion, and we're the least fair and least inclusive people there is. You know what I mean? It's a bit ironic. And you don't want to learn from nobody else. You, you know what I mean? And I don't see anything he said that was that was remotely racist. I mean, it's the, well, you know, Derek, it goes back to the attack on the nuclear family and showing that that's racist. But what the government did years and years and years ago with the welfare and rewarding rewarding mothers for putting the father out of the home is the most racist thing that our government ever could have done. If you're ever going to try to convince me that systemic racism exists, that would be a good place to start. Yeah, but you know you know what? Another thing that the, um, the um, what was his name, Scott Adams, is that his name? Yes, I believe so. You know another thing he said that I've been saying for years, and you've heard me say it on numerous occasions? He was talking about, you know, when he was talking about the separating, he was even telling black people to separate from those areas you know, of low poverty and that urban mentality type thinking. He was even he even said that too. I said I've been saying that for decades. Yeah, look, you know, if, if, the, if the over if, regardless of the race, let's just take black white out of it. If seventy percent of a, I think it was seventy percent that said they didn't have a problem, they thought white people should were were evil or shouldn't exist or whatever whatever it was he came up with. Let's just pretend he wasn't talking about black, black or white people. If seventy percent of people don't like a certain race, that race probably shouldn't live around those people. Yeah. It, what it was, it was 20, 20, 21% of the um, the Rasmussen poll says that it's not okay to be white. 24% was undecided. But that was like 46%, almost 50% I half. And he said, so if half of the people don't like you, why even be around them? Yeah. Logical yeah. sense. And, and, and on the flip side of that, let's just say that poll was reversed. It would be the same thing. You probably black folks probably don't need, don't need to live around white folks if they feel that way, and, okay, and, and Asians around Mexicans, or blacks around Asians, and whites around Mexicans, or whatever. You know, I, I agree. I'm just making the point. We always make it about black and white, and they, it, it, we're such a bigger country than that. I will play. I will never forget the time I had a I had words with one of the Arab store. I mean, one of the um, Islamic store owners in Canton one day because something that one of the younger ones said to a black female and I went off on him, you know, and showed him, showed him, you know, don't ever, if he ever around, he finds out. I said, you see these, you know, talking about my badge and my dog tags. I have no problem dealing with your kind. You know well, what I mean? Well, and generally speaking, so, they're very rude. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the email, imams women. saw the video 
And he said, I know this guy. He's a good he's a, he's a good man. He's an honorable man. He's like, why did you start someone him? And he, told, he was talking to the guy. He was telling the young guy about me. And when he saw me in his furniture store, we sat there and talked. He said, I told the people in the community that you were an honorable man, and he had no right offending you like that. He said, because I know you're a good man. But see, they just go to show you how their culture works. You understand? Yep. All right, brother. That kid, that kid was held accountable for making the whole Islamic community look bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, that's why you, that's why you got to have elders or whatever you know leaders step up and hold people accountable, and that's what we're missing, uh, unfortunately, in the uh, black Democrat community around here is uh, where the where the leaders stepping up and holding these younger kids accountable. Yeah. All right, Derek. Got to go, brother. Uh huh. Peace. Let's take another call real quick here. Hey, caller, thank you for staying on hold. You're on there. I'm here now. Hey. I can hear. Okay. Yep. I went to, uh, I heard something yesterday. Cut the radio off, okay? All right. I heard something. I heard. There. I heard something yesterday. And went. There, I think. That radio don't. You you you're, you're saying you're good. I can hear you. Just do your head. I heard something yesterday. Uh, I was interested in. They're putting this, these vaccines in our food. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're putting it in our food here in America yet, but in China they are in fact uh, putting mRNA in uh, in cows, and I don't know if it's into the meat yet, but they're putting it into the milk. I I, I have heard that, and uh, that look that's why we 100 percent here at this show support Stonington Farm beef and. Uh, all grass-fed, locally sourced, no hormones, no antibiotics, none of that nonsense. Uh, you know, you got to pay a little more, but you get the you get the assurance that there's none of that nonsense in your food. I agree with you. I just wanted somebody to back up and Yeah, man, it's that's it's scary. It's very scary. Have a good one. Yeah, man. Hey, look, that's real talk, there, man. They're they're putting mRNA in the foods. That ain't that ain't a conspiracy theory, you know. I try not to dive too deep into crazy wonky stuff. There's enough real stuff to cover, but that's real. They are putting mRNA in the food over in China, and you don't think for one second they don't do it here. Now I did see. So they've ended the COVID emergency, and vaccine folks that are staying on top of this stuff. Maybe y'all can call in and text into the Guns of Your Text line. Let me know. But with the ending of the COVID emergency. That means they can't give out the mRNA vaccine anymore, right? Because it was experimental. Uh, I want to say I heard something along those lines. I ain't getting the vaccine. Hadn't got it. Ain't got the step. Ain't got step one. Not even one time. Just like some of y'all voted for Obama once. Some of y'all got the first vaccine, but didn't get the rest. I ain't done either. Not once. Not even one time. And won't be. You know, and like, I don't want to turn this into a vaccine show. If frankly, I, I've just two years of it, I've had enough. But all you need to know about that vaccine is this. If you decided today a new strand of COVID came around, like Omicron or Delta or whatever the next strand of it was, if it came along today and you're like, you know what, I, I, I want to go ahead and get vaccinated against this one, against this one, it's looking pretty rough. It's looking like it's hitting 45-year-old white guys that weigh 259 pounds with a beard and brown hair and tattoos a little harder than everybody else. Maybe I need to get protected against this one, just pretending it even worked. I couldn't without going back and starting at number one and then getting 
all the other boosters in between. So you'd have to get like seven damn COVID shots to get to the current one. Well, I don't have to go get every flu shot for the last five years. If I want to get a flu shot this year, which I don't do that either. That should tell you all you need to know about the sequencing and how all these vaccines work together to do whatever it is they're going to do. Not for, not today, Satan. No, sir. Clay Edwards will not be getting the uh, F round of found out championship because he got the mRNA vaccine. But that's just me. You do what you want to do. You do what you want to do. Well, I will say this. My my friend got, uh, got sick the other day, and she was like, I wish I had just taken the dang vaccine, thought she had COVID. And I was like, I looked at her like, ugh, ugh, what? What? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Now, don't even kid around about it. Like, I learned right there where the line in the sand is about things you can kid about and things you can't. Because real talk, I'm not even going to date anybody that's vaccinated. Like some people are checking STD cards. I need to know if you've been vaxxed. Because I don't know that I want to be a part of that. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 WYAB. The powerful 103.9 FM from Flora, past Pillahatchie. I don't even know how far north and south we go, but we cover the whole Tri-County area. Loud and clear. Welcome to the party, East Rankin. Glad to have you guys uh, on the uh, in the airwaves now. I'm in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. Be sure to check out my website there for all things Clay Edwards. If nothing else, if, if, you, if you're computer illiterate, uh, technology illiterate, can't find the podcast any other way, you go to clayedwardshow.com at all times, right there on the front page, the podcast, the most recent five episodes are posted right there. If you can't find it no other way, it stays up to date. It updates automatically when I, when I load the podcast. I don't have to do it, so that's how you know it gets done. So just check out clayedwardshow.com. No the in front of it. Or any of that, just clayedwardshow.com. Hey, this segment, real quick, brought to you by our good friends over at Guns and Gear. Man, their special of the day yesterday is one that I may damn well add to my collection. It is a Century VSKA Draco. I can, man, I can fit right in in Jackson with my Draco. They love them Dracos in Jackson, and rappers love them. Uh, they got this one on sale right now for just $8.99. That I, look, I, I I'm not a uh, I I don't I don't fancy myself as a quote unquote gun guy, but I'm a guy that has several guns. But, you know, I don't know about all the minutia and the ins and outs and all that stuff. But uh, that's a really cool looking gun with a big magazine, and what well, feels like a fair price. So you may want to check that out. You know, we get into a little urban warfare. The Draco seems like one you would really like to have in your collection. And we ain't far from it, so get out there to Guns and Gear, home of No Limit Ammo. But hey, man, they're way more than just a gun and accessory store. They also have extensive gunsmithing and Cerakoting, uh stuff available. 
services available. You can shop them online, gunsandgearms.com. We appreciate them sponsoring our text line here. I say guns and gear more than I say anything else. They have that, we have branded that text line. If they ever quit sponsoring, I feel bad for the next sponsor because I don't know that I'm going to be able, I'm going to retrain myself to call it something else. But I don't think they're going anywhere. They're happy. So let them know you heard it on the Clay Edwards show when you get out there to support them. They're in Gluckstadt on Highway 51 North, right there at Yandale Road. Uh, right and they're in that shopping center that just got the new booze smokehouse in it barbecue and barbecue and bullets go very well together <laughs> get out there and support them that's guns and gear all right hey look <clears throat> speaking of guns probably should have done a different ad read for this segment uh northwest Rankin yesterday day four whenever it happened news broke on it yesterday kid people were sending me videos and, and pictures and stuff and i i was driving and couldn't really post it. Couldn't figure it all out. Picture of a kid with a gun. Pointing it at a car or something. People going crazy. Oh my God, they got an AR-15 at Northwest Rankin School. Prayers for Northwest Rankin. Prayers for Northwest Rankin. Man, a damn airsoft gun. An airsoft gun. Where's my, here it is. Here's my news story. Because I'm just going to tell y'all. I'm, I'm going to read this, and I'm going to give you my opinion on it. I'm probably going to upset some people. This is on WLBT. Three people have been arrested after multiple Rankin County schools went on lockdown Wednesday morning. So it would have been yesterday. Northwest Rankin High School, Northwest Rankin Middle School, and Northwest Rankin Elementary were placed on lockdowns as a precaution while administrators and law enforcement were investigating a photo posted on social media, the district said. Which, by the way, I have no problem with that. Air on the side of caution. Air on the side of caution. Said the photo showed a student holding an airsoft gun. After a thorough investigation, it was determined that the photo was taken after school yesterday and there is no current threat to any of the involved campuses, says Sharon Patrick, public relations manager with Rankin County School District. According to authorities, two juveniles and an 18-year-old, I ain't going to read his name, have, uh, have been charged with possession of a weapon by a student. Two juveniles were arrested and charged by Flowood Police Department. The other one was arrested and charged by the Sheriff's Department. And you know, so Flowood Police yesterday uh, posted the same thing, basically. And I just simply asked the question, not trying to be a smart butt or anything, what is the charge for a student having a gun, uh, a toy gun on campus? I've got my, you got a Flowood Police Department's Facebook page, page. I think I'm the first comment. At least it shows up in my page as the first comment. And apparently the toy gun is the same as a real gun. Uh, somebody posted a, a copy of the law here. I just read the law. It's easy to follow. They will be expelled from Rankin County School District and will have to go before a youth court judge if minors. And uh, the I guess the other one's being charged with a weapon on campus. Guys, that feels extreme. That feels extreme to suspend kids from school for a toy gun. And we're going to ruin these kids' lives over a toy gun that they didn't take into the school. And I look, I do not have a problem with the, with the precautionary stuff, locking it down. I mean, absolutely 100% all hands on deck, but man, you know, expelled from Rankin County school district. 
and having to go to court and one of them being charged as an adult. Man, that seems like a lot. That seems excessive. Hopefully the court system will see that the same way and and not ruin this kid's life for having an airsoft gun at school. Now that's just Clay's opinion, and I know that's going to be controversial. I ain't trying to be, but I'm just like looking big picture here. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Clay, are that going to stop them from practicing with ROTC? Don't they use those toy guns to practice? I, you know, I guess so. I would think. I don't know if they still do it. I mean, you know, used to they'd have you know where they do the little drills and stuff with them. Yeah. So that, right. that would be the same thing. The kids couldn't have those now. Yep. What you got going on this, bro- this morning, brother? Oh, man, downtown over here by the knockout boys, the fallout boys, working across the street from them. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Down here to that old motel where all the stuff back in the 60s happened. They were doing, making a parking lot. Oh, the uh, sun and sand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went I by that. Went by there. Is that what they're doing, just making the rest of it a parking lot? They're making it a parking lot, and they're going to have some little retail stores in the building. Yeah, that's supposedly. cool. That's yeah, cool. it's pretty. That's, it's fun to go into mobiles like it and just imagine what was going on back in the day. You know, you'd love to see them in the heyday. Uh, live back then. Yep. I was working on that one over at the motels over. I went over yesterday and we're gonna stop at that little store for like, man, I won't do this again. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm, I'm out. Uh, Clay's uh, Clay's days of retail shopping in, in downtown Jackson are over. <laughs> All right, have a safe and blessing, Clay. You too, Chris. Be good. All right, bye. All right, man, to to the Guns and Gear text line here, Unknown Texture says, uh, damn, dude, you are way off on this. Way off. Dumb. I don't think so, man. I just don't think I am. You know? I mean, but hey, to each their own. Let's see here. It says, your signal made it to the edge of Carthage. Keep it up. Lost Sheep says, I was in Crystal Springs and couldn't hear you. Well. Apparently, we don't go as far south as we do east and west. Uh, I've got s- several things on the jab. Let's see here. Unknown Texture says, I'm pretty sure that if a person points his finger like a gun, he can be in trouble as well. Yeah, that that's right. I mean, There's a link to a CNN article here. I, I'm just saying. The, I think the, the punishment is excessive. That's just my opinion. I don't have a problem with uh, locking things down and going into panic mode and all that. I, I 100% A-OK with that. I just think the punishment is excessive. I'm going to read a text here real quick, and I'm going to take this call. Uh, <clears throat> Kristen says on the Guns of Gear text line, I want to be anonymous about this. I guess I should have read that part first. She goes, my, my ex-stepson took a plastic gun to Hines County School in Byram, and they expelled him for a semester and sent him to alternative school, and we had to take him and pick him up. It was ridiculous because it was really a punishment for the parents. Yep, absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Kristen called me a dummy. But, hey, I did not say her last name. So, again, it just feels excessive. And that's that. That's my opinion on it. You're welcome to call in and argue it. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey. Um, I understand what you're saying about the gun thing, but I work for the school system, and we're terrified. 
of a school shooting. And the kid knew that wasn't going to go over well. Why they chose to do that, I'm not sure. Yes, a kid can get in trouble for pointing their finger like a gun on the bus or in school. Um, It's uncalled for. And with all the crazy media uh, coverage, all the people going out and just shooting places up, it's scary. And I understand that people might think it's excessive, but we're terrified every single day because if they're, you know, they've caught people, with our kids with guns at different schools and this and that, and if they're catching them, there's so many that aren't getting caught that have a gun in that backpack or in that back pocket or whatever. And I'm telling you, it's scary. What, what school, what district are you with? I'll just say Rankin County. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't, I didn't want to know any more than that. I was just curious. But look, I mean, I, I, I'll say this. I, I mean, I think we all know Rankin County schools are not a soft target. <laughs> they, uh, the, the Sheriff's Department and the school resource officers do a very, very good job with uh with Rankin County and again I, I just I just I hate to see a kid's life get ruined over a dumb mistake that did that nobody got hurt in and with a toy gun mind you but I understand the fears I 100% do and I, I know it's a touchy subject I just I hate to see somebody's life get derailed over a stupid well, I, I understand but the kid knew that wasn't going to go over well why why do it at all Sure. Why do it at all? There's consequences for every action, whether you're a kid or you're an adult. And maybe one day he'll see, if he don't already, that there was a stupid thing to do. You know? I mean, how are our kids going to learn if they just keep getting a pop on the hand? That's what's probably wrong with a lot of the stuff going on in the, in the courts right now. The pop on the hand, they get out and they do it again. They do it again, and next time it's worse. Next time it's a real gun. Hey, you I, know, I, I, I absolutely hate to cut you off. I've got to take a break here. You're you're right. Okay, you're hundred percent right. Great call. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Got to take a break. Be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. When necessary, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, look, man, I tell you, y'all, y'all listen long enough, we'll, you'll find something you disagree with me on, and uh, this is clearly one of those things. With the uh, with the toy gun at the school, look, I don't have a problem with uh, being suspended, all that. I have a problem with a felony for a toy gun. Just at the end of the day, I just that's a bit excessive to me, bit excessive. But I but I understand the other side of it. I understand it's not a popular opinion, and I'm all for consequences and repercussions. I didn't say consequence free. Just slap them on the hand and let them go back to class. That ain't what I said. I just say a felony is a bit excessive for a toy gun. I know they've got callers on hold. We're out of time for the first hour. We will be back here in about seven minutes on 103.9 WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Literally breaking rules when necessary. We'll be right back. Your daily dose of reality radio. From politics to pop culture, we cover it all here on the Clay Edwards Show. The most incendiary talk show on the airwaves in all of Mississippi. Right here on 103.9 FM. Streaming worldwide at WYAB.com and on the TuneIn app, as well as Alexa. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right. Got the formalities out the way. This segment is going to be brought to you by 
Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get over there and see my good friends at Lakeland Glass and Tent for all of your home, car, or business window tinting needs, vehicle glass replacement needs, your windshields, and whatnot. And, of course, they do vehicle wraps and all of that as well. They offer Expel window tint and vinyl for wraps, and they're now doing ceramic coating on top of those wraps. So check them out today, 601-946-1000, or schedule and price it and book it all online at lakelandglassandtent.com, where quality matters, Lakeland Glass and Tent. All right, before I go any further and we step back into the <clears throat> to the uh, mud hole that I have created myself this morning, I want to let you guys know that tomorrow here on the Clay Edwards Show, it's going to be a very uh, special show, I'm going to have Zeno. Mangum in the studio with me and Zeno's mother, um, Cindy Lassiter Mangum Williams was one of James Williams third's murder victims. You heard me and Therese talking about this the other day. Uh, James Williams, the third is about to be paroled by MDOC and Mississippi parole board after only 20, uh, less than 25 years of a double life sentence for killing Zeno's mom and stepfather. Uh, James killed his stepfather and Zeno's mom and, and killed his father and stepmother. Anyhow, he was 17 when he did it. The Supreme Court has since passed a law saying you have to, you can't give minors life without possibility of parole. Okay, no big deal. I can live with that. But our parole board does not have to parole this guy. But we're going to talk about all that tomorrow. Morning here on the Clay Edwards Show. Rankin County folks, Brandon folks. My understanding is when John gets out, he's going to be living with his mother right over off Highway 18, five minutes from Shiloh Park, where the two bodies were found 20 plus years ago. Do you want to kill her five minutes from downtown Brandon, from Shiloh Park? We do not need this man released from prison. Call your state representatives. Call the parole board. Email them. All of this contact information for everybody is on my Facebook page. Go to Clay Edwards and scroll down a couple posts. You'll see where I shared Zeno's post with all the contact emails, names, everything. I called Michael Guest. I called Fred Shanks yesterday. I said, hey, bro, need him to call whoever you need to call. I'm doing my part here. Call them all. Let them know. You do not want a double murder, a uh, factual not not accused. He's a double murderer. Sentenced to two life sentences back in our communities. We're going to hear Zeno's whole story uh, tomorrow. It should be riveting radio. All right. They get fired up. Get fired up, man. When something's right, something's right. When something's wrong, something's wrong. Um, Let's go to the Guns and Gear text line where y'all have let me know that I am wrong on this gun thing. Again, man, I don't have a problem with consequences, repercussions, punishment, I'm just saying, and this is without knowing the history of the student either, and that's an important factor there, right? You know, I don't know the history of the student. I don't know any of that stuff. Clearly, they may know more than I do, obviously. I'm just saying a felony feels excessive for a toy. I mean, if you want to suspend him, expel him for the year, all that stuff, I get it. Man, does that felony have to follow this kid around forever over a toy gun? That's kind of what I'm saying. If it was your kid, I wonder how you would feel. And since everybody tells me, if my kid, Clay, if your kid went there, you'd feel differently. You know, my kid just got through high school a couple years ago. I get it. Again, we're talking about a toy, not a real gun. 
Um, let's see here. Uh, Reagan can uh, Reagan. I'll get back to that. I don't want to go backwards here just yet. Let's see here. Uh, unknown texture. My riding club chapter brothers and myself went to Acme Pizza and Dacry's last night, and we were blown away by the service and how good the food was. We tried our best to find something to complain about, but just couldn't. I mentioned that we heard about it on the Clay Edwards show on WYAB. Just thought I'd let you know. Peace. Hey, brother, I appreciate that. Send me your names. I can lock you in the phone there. Uh, Steven chimes in on the Guns and Gear text line. Says, I remember taking plastic guns to school for Halloween. Different times. Man, it's crazy. It was probably some young kid showing off his new toy. Bro, I went to buy them in the 90s. When I tell you we had our guns on our gun racks, well, I, I had a mini truck. I didn't have a gun rack. Had, my guns were under the seat, behind the seat, whatever. But there were dudes that come straight from hunting to school parked up there on the hill. They had their guns in their gun on their gun rack. And I get it. Luke Woodham changed everything in Mississippi and the school shootings and all that. But I don't want to lose sight that we're, just, we're talking about a toy. Gun. I know airsoft, you can BB gun, whatever. I, I get it, but big picture here. Let's not get lost in semantics. Uh, hey, little breaking news here. Uh, if you're traveling in from Brandon this morning, there's a wreck on 471 southbound, about a half a mile north of Luckney Road. Heavy delays coming into Brandon this morning on 471. Um, unknown texture. We'll have to agree to disagree. Okay, let me back up a little bit. Unknown Texture says, I disagree. If someone's pointing a toy gun at school these days, he needs to be punished. He knew better and hasn't been under a rock. Kids are dying. That's not a joke, which is likely what he was going for. I said, yes, if it was a real gun, toy gun, no. They said, we'll just have to agree to disagree on this one, keep up the good work. Thought that if, thought, what if it were, oh, here's a, here's a thought. What if it were a real gun with no ammo? I would have a problem with that. And, and I, I get the complexities there. I, I do. All right, here, here's another text here. It says, I have three children in Rankin County School District. If these teachers are scared to death, they need to request more resource officers and not point the finger at kids with toy guns. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I try not to be judgy about that. I understand. It, teachers have been put in a tough, tough spot. They, they really have. I think teachers with concealed carry permits should be allowed to have their guns in the classroom. Now, we've had that conversation on this show before. Hell, I think I'm not against the, some version of students with concealed carry. You know, if they're 18, whatever, check off all the boxes, responsible. I don't have a problem with them having a gun. I don't like gun-free zones. I don't like dangling people's Second Amendment rights. You know, are you a, are you a two way absolutist? Are you a two way well as long as kids aren't around? You know what I mean? Are you a freedom of speech absolutist? Or are you well? I mean, we we all agree certain things you can't say. I mean, it's one or the other. Uh, great text here it says uh, on the guns of your text line, but felons can have all the guns they want. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Zach says, I believe as the law goes, if you use a toy gun to rob a bank, you are still charged with armed robbery. The victims do not know it is a toy gun. Uh, okay, that, that's a good, that's a valid point. Valid, valid point. But that's using it to break another law. 
And I, I guess taking a toy gun is against the law now. So I guess whatever. I just I feel like it's excessive. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Hello. Hey, you're on there. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yes, this is Lacey. I was just calling to say, you know, you know how you have the domino effect. The what? Domino. Other, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it'll be other students bringing toy guns. If you can't just slap them on the hand, you got. I don't know what they should do, but something has to be done, and it has to be scary. It has to be scary because kids they take chances, and whatever it is that they do, suspension. I don't think that'll do it because they like being out of school. I really don't know, but I do know that when you have one shooting, then the next uh, week or so you have another shooting, people do that. So I don't know what the punishment should be, but I do know they need to be kind of hard on it because others will follow. Yeah, you make a great point there, Lacey. Yeah. All right, appreciate you. Have a day, babe. Hey, you too, sweetie. All right. Hey, you know what? Lacey makes a great point. You know, there's a little bit of that monkey see, monkey do kind of thing. Um, there is a domino effect. Let's take another call, and then I'll give my opinion on it. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, Clay, it's Randy Teddy. What's up, man? Hey, brother, how you doing? Good. Um, and tie a couple things in together with the with the gun thing, and why I think that you know the punishment may fit the crime. Um, I lost. Hold on. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Teddy. I'm sorry. That's all right. So, uh, you know used to be uh, a sale of a drug was considered to be a violent offense. And the reason was, was because of the propensity for violence to happen in the, in the illegal drug business. Well, um, that's kind of the same thing. You know, if that young man had gotten, gotten shot by a school resource officer when he was holding that toy gun, would that school resource officer have been in the right? I think so. Just because of the school shootings we've had in the past. So, and, what I would hope is, you know, they get them forward with the felony and some kind of do it, some kind of non-adjudication or something, and and you know, give them some probation for a couple of years and see how he acts during that time, and then and then maybe make the felony go away. But we, we can't just we can't just ignore it and act like it's okay. That's all I got to say. No, I like that, and that's kind of what the angle I was working up when I said when I said that um, you know maybe in the once you get into the court system, it's not something he has to be straddled with for the rest of his life. Right. If you know if he acts right, right. That, 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 that's all I'm saying. Thanks, Teddy. Let's take another call here. Hey, you're on there. Um, I, I don't want to give my name or anything, but my child was the owner of the gray truck that was in the video and the picture. Yeah, I think and I, I would really I, like to I think talk I may, about this. I think I may have sent your husband the video of that. Uh, but he did. He all did. Right. Uh, you, you sent it to me because we had not yet seen the video last night. Um, my child was not involved in the situation at all. He was not. He was pulled into it simply because they happened to be playing around his vehicle. But yet and still, my child is sitting in juvenile court today because he was arrested for something that happened to be in his truck that he forgot about. It was a toy Red Ryder BB gun that he had forgotten about being in his truck that he received for a Christmas gift when he was six. My child has never been in trouble. He has always had good grades and has always been just a well-behaved child, not only at home, but at school as well. And because of this one event, these other kids playing 
and shooting a video around his vehicle. He got pulled into it and arrested yesterday. That's terrible. When I tell you it breaks my heart to see my son put in handcuffs because of something so silly, I, I can't explain how that feels as a parent. Now, people want to talk about how they would feel if it was their child. Well, let me tell you how I felt when it was my child. When I saw this picture, all I got was, oh, my God, have you seen this? And I was text this picture. Well, for a moment, I thought my child was at the end of an AR assault rifle, fearing for his life. I couldn't get anybody on the phone to tell me anything. The police department, I couldn't get the school on the phone. My child wouldn't answer the phone. Nothing. So I'm en route thinking my child is dead or in danger. I still think that this was kids being kids and that this poor boy does not need to have this destroyed the rest of his life. Even the Flowood Police Department told me that what they did was not wrong. It was where they chose to do it that made it a crime. These were kids being kids. They were silly, having fun. Time proves that they were just being playing and having a good time. No one got hurt. No one's property was damaged. They all went home, and it was the next day because of social media that anybody even knew about it. That's crazy. Yes, I agree that he should be expelled. Yes, I agree that the school system should be dealing with this, not the law. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Look, I hate that for your son. Hopefully that gets worked out. That's ridiculous. Like I said, and your your phone call just makes me firmer in my belief about what I said. It's just excessive. I don't, I'm not saying is, no. I'm not saying no punishment. I'm just saying it's just damn excessive. Thank you for the call. The, thank yes. you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, I was just going to say I, I completely agree. A felony is excessive. I agree with punishment. I agree with expulsion. But this should be handled within the school system, not with the law. Amen. Great call. Thank you. You're welcome. There you go. All these, uh, everybody out there, there's the other side of the coin. Do you, do you feel differently? Let's take a break real quick. Got a bunch of text. Phone lines are wide open, 601-879-0002. This is The Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Well, necessary. Welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Take a Break Deliveries. Uh, if you want to get some food delivered today or some beer or liquor delivered today, tonight, I recommend using Take a Break Deliveries, locally owned, locally operated, right out here in central Mississippi. Brandon, Pearl, Jackson, Madison, they're all throughout the area. Go to takeabreakdeliveries.com or download the app from your app store of choice. What's great about the app is they're going to send out daily promo codes for discounts on your delivery fee. Some days it's $3, some days it's 5 But if you use Clay 601 every day, it's going to be $5 off your delivery fee. And uh, what's really cool is they offer delivery fee delivery for a lot of locally owned restaurants that aren't on the big delivery apps. So you can support not one, but two locally owned businesses in one fell swoop. And what's really cool is Take a Break Deliveries is veteran owned, veteran operated by Mr. Keith Hocutt. So, Give them a call today or give them a, uh, drop them a line on the interwebs. Get your food ordered. I'm always ordering some pizza from Take a Break Deliveries. You know, sometimes, you know, you may run out of beer on a Sunday, barbecuing. 
If you've had too many to drive, but you want some more beer or Saturday or whatever day, take a break deliveries. We'll deliver it to you. Save you. Uh, they're saving lives, keeping uh, people off the road that have had too much to drink. That's a good deal right there. Either way you slice it. All right. Let's jump back into these texts. Y'all are piling on me today. Tony, uh, the tw- twice as many. Now, that takes me back. Let's see here. Where was the... Uh, Thomas is calling me a racist. Says, uh, uh, says, I wouldn't be talking like this about these kids if they were black. And that's just wrong. It just is. Um, all right, here was a good text here. It says, you can't complain about people getting off easy in Hines County, then complain about the hammer getting dropped in Rankin. And I just simply said, yes, I can. I think the punishment is out of line for something that, like, as the mother of one of the kids just said, the punishment, it would not even been a, it would not have even been a crime if it hadn't happened at the school. So I feel like a felony is excessive. I think all the suspensions and stuff, I've sat here and been able to digest all of it. I think the suspensions are fine. People understand that. Hell, her kid wasn't even involved. Had a BB gun in his truck. And she says it ain't even the kid with the airsoft gun. Had a little red rider. You put your eye out. BB gun under the seat of his truck. And I guess it got searched just because it was in the picture. Good Lord. But hey, whatever. You know, it, 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 I just think felonies are excessive. I mean, I, don't paint me as some nut job that thinks kids uh, should be shooting guns at schools. I just, uh, feels excessive. But hey, Teddy made a great call. So look, let it work. Let the system work. Maybe it gets adjudicated, or how you pronounce all that, and you know has an opportunity to get the felony off his record. But I still find it a bit excessive. That's just my opinion. We're all allowed to have it. Uh, Reagan, I don't think kids should be punished at school for making handguns with their fingers. We all did that. We cannot steal our children's living because some fool uh, somewhere else stole kids' lives. We know over, we, we now overreact to everything. The cost for that is way too high. Let kids be kids. Let adults watch out for psychos. I, I, I agree 100%. I mean, really? Pointing your fingers and making your fingers a gun? That ain't a gun! If, if I put my hands out, my arms out, and pretend I'm a flying, I'm an airplane... Does that mean I can fly to a building and knock it down? Come on, man. Use some dang common sense. We are raising, like Kid Rock said, we are raising a nation of sissies. But he chose another word. Raising a nation of sissies. Let's take another call here real quick. I actually do have some more stuff I want to get to. I don't want this to consume the whole show. I don't want to take Thomas's call. He's on He's on arrest. Says too many bad words. Here's another suggestion. 10-day suspension. School driving privileges revoked for a year. Pay a $500 fine to the school. Yeah, I mean, again, I just think there's, I think there's other ways to go about it. We'll see. All right, we got somebody else calling other than Thomas. Let's try this. Hey, you're on there. Hey, good morning. Part of the problem is, like you said, the parents are, I mean, we're not, we're not disciplined kids at home. I mean, when I was a kid in school, if I messed up at school, the principal would call my dad and it was going to be taken care of. But now there's too much of this, uh, not my baby stuff. My baby didn't do nothing wrong. 
everywhere you look, parents they they they're blinded by their 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 kids, and the kids have them snow thinking that nothing's their fault. Everything's somebody else's fault, and you can't count on parents to do the right thing to, the, to their kids. You just can't count on them. I mean, in what in what context? What were we talking about? Like, uh, like if you get in trouble at school, like I got caught skipping school one time, and uh, the principal called my old man, and uh, he said, "Look, I got caught skipping school. Do you want us to discipline him, or do you want, or do you want to, you want to handle it in the house?" And he said, "No, just send him home." You know, and needless to say, I wish the principal would have handled it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and, and the thing is that this kid at school with a gun, he knew exactly the, the connotation that was going to be brought forth when he had a, a, a fake weapon at the school. He knew what was going to happen. He knew how people were going to take that. He knew how certain segments of the population were going to take that. He knew there's a, there's a section of the population that overreacts to everything. And I guarantee you that probably he just, if, and when the school would have, if he would have got caught at the school, the principal would have called them and it would have been, Oh, not my kid. You know, my kid didn't do that. You know, yeah. You got so much of that going on in Jackson and everywhere else, not just Jackson, but Rankin County too. I mean, you got you got it everywhere. Parents are relying on the state to handle punishing the kids. You know what I mean? Yep. Good call, brother. Hi, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Look, man. I again. I just I felt on these excessive. That's all I'm saying. The kid, the kid could have known what he was doing. But I don't think as you know, as as a seventeen, eighteen year old, at some point in time, you're just not thinking it all the way through. You know, and to the point about you know, there's a segment of the population that are constantly offended by everything, or overreact, should I say? I like that's the that's the segment of the population that I like to needle the most. You know, uh, it just I don't know, man. That's Clay's opinion. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna shift gears from schools and guns to uh some other stuff i want to talk about today i want to speaking of guns well this is actually pretty gun heavy show consequence repercussion show um we're going to talk about the lawyer that got arrested for shooting some bad guys some more stuff has come out about that this is the clay edwards show we'll be right back on 1039 wyab breaking rules when necessary welcome back into the clay edwards show this segment can be brought to you by our friends over at Watkins Construction and Roofing. Hey, look, man, a couple of hell storms came through a few weeks ago, and we're getting into that time of the year where it's going to be storm after storm after storm. So no, no time better than now to get a complimentary roof assessment to find out if your roof received any damage or if uh, maybe it's just worn out. Maybe it's time for a new roof. Get with Watkins Construction and Roofing, whether it's roof repair or total replacement, they, uh, they can help you all the way along the way through the whole process. Give them a call today, or check them out online, should I say, at WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Again, complimentary roof assessment. You know, Take a couple of days for them to get out there. They'll get it all figured out. A uh, buddy of mine got one uh, this week. As a matter of fact, I'll be seeing him tomorrow to find out how it all went. Had another buddy of mine that uh, said he went by there and uh, going to work with him. So, good folks, man. I can't 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 recommend them enough uh i worked for the founder of the company for a few years and these are just good folks man they're always giving back to the community and that, that is so important in my eyes you know when you're making money what are you doing with it giving back that's good stuff watkins construction and roofing all right man i really wanted to shift gears for a minute 
But you guys are just hitting me with so much good stuff on the Guns and Gear text line, on the phones, uh, unknown, uh, a, a texture that wants to remain anonymous, a uh, buddy of mine, texts me this morning and says, I can't call right now, but I was listening to your show, and I can't help but wonder how the school and law enforcement, and this is a great, great point. That's why I decided just to keep going down this, down this road. He said, I'd like to know how school and law enforcement feel about parents with farms in their vehicles that drop their kids off at school in the mornings and pick them up in the afternoon. Is that legal? Is that legal in your gun-free zone? Can Do I have to check my, my, my firearm on the side of the road before I drop my kid off or pick him up? Or leave it at home, go back, get my gun after I drop my kid? Come on. We got it. We have, we got to use some common sense sometimes. I know that's a lot to ask in this day and age of ultra offended, ultra woke, ultra sensitive society that we live in. Every now and then, you know, you got to get your can rattled. Everything ain't going to be perfect. Everything ain't avoidable. Good question there, man. Thank you for that. If anybody knows the answer to that, I'd like to hear it. Is every is every parent? Uh, what I bet you, ninety percent of parents in Mississippi they're dropping their kids off and pick them up. Probably got a farm in their vehicle. Hell, let's just say fifty percent. Or every is everyone committing a felony twice a day for picking their kid up and dropping them off? Great question. If that's the case, I committed a lot of felonies through my child's first through 12th grade years. Well, first through 11th. She drove her senior year. I mean, lots. The three-strike rule put Clay under the jail. Ridiculous. All right. Now we're going to shift gears. The attorney in Jackson that um, got arrested for shooting some bad guys in his house. Uh, bonded out yesterday, two felony charges of aggravated assault, $75,000 bond. What's his name? Uh, Bradley. Where'd his name go here? Bradley Wellborn. And I got a text from somebody last night, and I'd heard this too from some JPD sources. I'm going to read this to you. It says, uh, your version of the lawyer story isn't correct. The bullet holes were aimed up into a into a loft. The dude was hiding. He just unloaded on where they were hiding at. Doesn't make it any better. The dude wasn't attacked. I don't know if I quite... I, I guess what I'm saying is that the people never tried to attack him. Bro, I, I don't care. I mean, you got some bad guys in the house. You know, you don't know. They don't have to have a... In my opinion... Of course, apparently I'm just all kind of wrong today. But in my opinion, if you're in my house, on my property, and I feel threatened, maybe I think you can just whoop my butt, and I don't want a butt whooping. Maybe you're a trained MMA killer, and I don't want to. I don't want to get choked out. Maybe you're a jiu-jitsu Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert, Hoist Gracie Taut. 
at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. And I don't want my butt kicked. I don't want to get choked out. You know, I ain't going to try to find out. What am I not going to do? I'm not going to F around and I'm not going to find out and wait to find out. I'm going to eradicate the threat. So is that that's against the law? I've been my crib. So make it make sense. Make it make sense. What about the castle doctrine? Does the other person have to be armed for me to fight back? Or me or me to have extra force? You know, I tell you what, uh free plug for what is it, USCCA, whatever, the firearms insurance stuff. Be a good time to have it. But I guess when you're a lawyer, you uh, you can defend yourself, I reckon. I, don't, I just got a problem with that, man. But I got a lot of problem with a lot of things. I probably sound like a big hypocrite today. <laughs> very pro-gun. Very pro-gun. I'm very pro-people having guns and being able to use them. Legally. Let's see here. Steven says on the Guns of Your text line, they rolled the dice when they opened my door. The lock is for their protection, not mine. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. Uh, Sean text in. Y'all are blowing it up this morning on the text line. I'm having a hard time keeping up with all of them. You know, Sean Yorktron, who was in the show with me, who was on the show with me yesterday discussing this very matter, you know, former a former attorney, former practicing attorney, still an attorney. Says he would still be in his legal right if he had reasonable fear that they were going to commit a felony on him and his property. And I'm just telling you, you look at the two people. And I'm a stereotype a little bit here. I'm going to do some profiling. They look like they were strung out on meth. One of them got purple hair and a white dude looking like a, a beanstalk with a Chicago Bulls jersey on, looking strung out on meth. Is the other one. They, they look like they ain't not gonna make good decisions, which automatically gives me the right to be in fear of my bodily harm. I, you know, I just find it weird that we're in Mississippi, and we're having these kind of debates about guns. It's borderline disappointing. Thank you, Sean, for the text for uh, from the legal perspective. Go back here. Chase says, they can't make it make sense. If anybody's in my house, I'm shooting first, dealing with the consequences later. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, you that's, isn't that what they train you? If you pull your gun out, be ready to use it. You know, that's what we were talking about yesterday. Like, I don't want to have to quiz the guys if I catch some bad guys in my house. Well, I mean, now look, are y'all here to hurt me or do you just want my stuff? Well, they're breaking the law already. I don't know if I want to believe them. If they say, no, Clay, man, you're good. Man, we just want to steal your stuff. And then we want to eliminate the uh, witnesses. <laughs> uh, sh- unknown texture here. Hey, shout out to Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu. Took my daughters last night, and they loved it. We are now a Jiu-Jitsu family. Man, that is great. I hope you told them you heard it here on the show. All right. Great text. So far this morning, let's let's end with one more on the uh, school shooting stuff. No, I mean not school shooting, school gun, school BB gun stuff. 
PD should have taken the BB gun to the police department and had the parents pick it up after the school, after school, nothing more. As far as the one on the lady that called in, her son, who wasn't involved in it, wasn't pointing at none of that, whose vehicle only got searched because it was somehow in the video, finding a BB gun in his and coming and suspending him and arresting him and putting him in handcuffs, bro, that is extreme. And look, nobody, nobody on these airwaves can say they support law enforcement more than Clay Edwards. And I know cops don't create the laws, they enforce the laws on the books. But that don't mean I have to agree with all those laws. And I, I think this is silly. Silly. All right, I want to play something here. We've got, we got to shift gears a little bit. I don't want this to get too old without being able to talk about it. Uh, great work by C.J. LaMasters over at WLBT. Um, apparently, James Davis, police chief. I told y'all, told y'all a few weeks ago that I'd heard a rumor that he may be uh, suspended or being close to getting replaced administrative leave, uh, something like that, due to something. But apparently he just bold-faced, blatantly lied to the city council about crime stats in Jackson. Shocker, I know. Said they were down 30%. Um, Missed the the mark by a little bit. I'm going to let CJ tell you all the rest. This is from WLBT. Questions of safety and transparency emerging yet again from the Jackson Police Department. And once again, a three-on-your-side investigation finds the city's top cop misled the city council and the public about how safe Jackson actually is. Investigative reporter C.J. LeMaster joins us now with a story you'll only see here on WLBT. C.J.? Well, Courtney Ann, you may remember Police Chief James Davis saying during an ad hoc meeting back in January that Jackson's overall crime dropped nearly 30% versus the year, uh, excuse me, 30% last year versus the year before. At the time, we questioned whether that was accurate because we couldn't see the data backing up what Davis said. Hey, look, real quick, I ain't got to see the data. I watch the news. I read Dark Horse Press and Jackson Jambalaya and post stuff to save Jackson. I can tell you that wasn't true. Well, now we have that data and can say the biggest claim Chief Davis made to the council was wrong. Weeks after Davis told council members those numbers, the first tangible crime stats revealed to the public in years, we got back the raw data used by JPD's major investigations division to put all that together. Those individual crime categories, aggravated assault decreasing 34%, for example, were all accurate based on the crimes listed on that chart. But the biggest number Davis touted, a 29% drop in overall crime, is dead wrong. Someone in the department added percentages together instead of compiling the statistics correctly. When we got the raw data, we calculated that overall crime number two, and you see it on your screen, was 11.7% drop, not 30%. And frankly, I question that. I, I really, that's crimes reported. You know what I mean? Like, because when 911, a joke in your town, takes two hours to get to a call or puts you on hold and don't answer the call, those crimes don't get reported. I had several doubts, but the only thing we could do is ask the questions. And leave it up to him to tell the truth. Uh, and you know, look, giving a, a a not factual statement to the legislative branch who holds the purse strings of the city does not help any director. It does not help the chief because you're painting a good picture. It's incumbent upon the leadership to be as honest as they can, to be factual as they can, so that uh, leaders that are elected can do what they need to do. 
Now, this isn't the first time JPD has misrepresented its own crime statistics to the public. Our investigation four years ago revealed the department put out inaccurate lower statistics on multiple occasions and only when those numbers were released to the public. Those lower numbers made it appear overall crime dropped years ago when it actually went up. All right, we got to stop it there, take a break real quick. Shocker. Somebody in Jackson politics lied about something. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. There All right, guys. I want to thank everybody for chiming in today. Been a uh, been a good show. And look, one thing that you'll know if you listen to this show long enough, if you're new here, stay tuned. If you weren't, if if I didn't make you mad today, your time's coming. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity aggravator. I, I I will eventually make you disagree with me about something. It's not intentional, but I'm a weird dude. I have my quirks. There's things that I just can't rationalize making enough sense in my brain sometimes that uh, it's going to it's gonna upset some folks. And uh, sometimes it's going to be sensitive topics. But one thing you're always going to get from me is the truth. And even with that, sometimes I understand that I can look like a hypocrite. I can think one way about something, and common sense would say, well, if he thinks that about this, he obviously has to think this about this. And that just won't be the case with me. Like, I can sit right here and say, 18-year-old kid at school making a bad decision with a BB gun, he ain't, his brain ain't fully developed yet, he's making a bad decision. Meanwhile, I can say a 17-year-old that killed two people 20 years ago should spend the rest of his life in prison. No parole. Unfortunately, that ain't the case. He's getting out. Unless we change something. Two things that can be similar in the age and the underdeveloped brain can have two different outcomes. And I can agree that they shouldn't be the same. But I say all that to say, thank you all for chiming in. It's okay to disagree with me. I like it. I like having my beliefs challenged. I don't, I don't like echo chambers. So, all right. I will see you all back tomorrow to close out the week. Going to be a heck of a show. ClayEdwardsShow.com. Podcast will be available shortly. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.